Hey, Sid. Hey, Brom. How's it going? It's good. I'm in my closet. <laughs> I'm in my dining room. And we're on quarantine. We're on quarantine. And we're doing a good job. So shout out to Dan for helping us figure this out. And I feel very tech savvy, although I'm just following directions. <laughs> yeah, I feel like uh, I feel like the situation that we're in right now is uh there is the COVID-19, a.k.a. coronavirus, that has uh, impacted our lives, in which we are now all work from home and yes. also record from home. So Sid, from home. Sid and I are practicing social distancing. Yeah, uh, and I feel really good about it. I mean, I miss you, but it's nice to see your face. We're also on FaceTime. I feel so like the FaceTime like we're together. Is, this is, these are the things that we need in our lives right yeah, now. Absolutely. Um, so one thing that, uh, we wanted to talk through, obviously this episode is going to be a work from home themed episode. We're going to talk through some, some tips and best practices, but before that, we're going to, we're just going to dive into our, our normal routine, go through some updates, but just wanted you all to know that we're still going to be coming, coming at you with our queen speaking recordings, uh, and it's going to be great. We're Agree. doing what we can. Yes. thousand <laughs> percent. <laughs> I am on the same page. Yes. Um, but we are in it's a we're in uncertain times and it's a little unsettling, but I think we're we're making do and uh we hope we're sending love to everyone and we hope that you're all doing well and safe and, and protected. And thank you for uh having patience with us, but we still feel like it's necessary for us to to share with the world and connect uh, because we need it more than ever now. Absolutely. And that's, I think there's like new information every day, every minute, every hour, it feels like. And it's all important to pay attention to in chunks, which is what our next episode will actually be about. Um, but it's been really good to have like the free flow conversation with you to kind of figure out, okay, how do we practice the social distancing but still like communicate with our community and touch base with everybody so we're still doing a lot or as much as we can on instagram at queen underscore speaking um and sharing what we can for our our community in rochester but we'd love to share like from the larger community perspective too like what people might need and what might be helpful so um we are still there and we still want to be as helpful as we possibly can indeed for right, so what, sure. What's your update? <laughs> I'm listening to other podcasts uh, podcasts that have also gone like work from home. And it's funny because I can see your face and I still think it's going to be like a learning curve <laughs> to be like, I know when she's talking, when she's not. So um, thanks for bearing with us, everybody. <laughs> um, my update. So as we were just talking about, since seeing everybody in person has slowed way the frick down, like not just slowed down. At the time that I wrote this, it had just slowed down and now it's just kind of like stopped completely. <laughs> yep. Um, I have found that FaceTime dates have been like a fun, necessary alternative where you can still see people, you can still check in with people um, and do what you need to do. But you obviously don't have to like be in person with people. So that's what I've been like practicing a little bit more is just reaching out and being like, hey, do you have like half an hour or like whatever time you would, you know, block off to go see someone for a beverage? I'm not blocking off to FaceTime with people. 
which has been really nice so nice and so necessary right now i also have been doing these things and i think it's really helpful for us to be able to have moments where we can connect with each other absolutely um what is your update bron so uh one of the things that obviously comes with uh this situation we're in um is having to prep quite a few uh pantry and freezer meals so that's the mode i'm in now (laughs) (laughs) but with that um i got a really cool um not cool but like (laughs) we all know that i have the the uh chest freezer downstairs that was Um, a big update like a number of months ago i remember it fondly it was very exciting and now it's coming to play in like a very important piece of our lives um it's literally chock full of things um but i have a few new fave recipes that i want to share um some of these things we actually shared recipes to in our stories earlier but um obviously we'll link to all of these recipes in our show notes um but Bon Appetit has always been an amazing resource, but one thing that I've been making uh, lately that we all know and love is the takeout noodles, the oh. Bon Appetit takeout noodles. The udon is just like so delicious, and it has the like sweet and salty vibe, and the pork is crispy and delicious. It's so good. If you need something when you can't get your takeout, or you know you're trying to cook from home more, this is what is up. Um, also thinking about like chicken noodle soup and New York times has a really delicious episode, uh, episode recipe, um, that I'll share in show notes as well. Queenspeaking.com slash one thirteen. Um, and then, uh, my like lasagna and pastas and enchiladas, like there's so many things that, um, like casserole dishes that freeze well. And this is just like, it's really interesting to be in this like new mode of cooking where, I'm focused more on like what I can put away in the freezer and portion out and have access extras of um, and know that we're stocked with all the things food wise, especially like I come from a world where I worked from home all the time and it was always a better situation when I had meals prepped. Um, And so that's that's where I'm at right now. And uh, we will link all of those in the show notes because I think uh, this is like top of mind for the world right now. Absolutely. And just like, it's been therapeutic, I think, to get in the kitchen a little bit more too. So in addition to being able to like stock a freezer and have something that's not because you know, I used to live on my buttered noodles, but to now have elevated (laughs) a little bit. Make a little doing (laughs) Exactly. Like a little pasta bake situation Mm -hmm. and all of that stuff. It's been like really comforting to get in the kitchen because um, we're very fortunate to have had access to those things and before everything ran out. Um, And so, yeah, it's been good and like a nice stress reliever to get in the kitchen and also know that I'm prepping something that can be available to me. It doesn't have to be that evening, but it can be ready for me like maybe the following week or a few nights later or whatever you want it to be. So that's great. That is great. And Um, we'll just, we'll keep sharing. We will. We sure will. Um, all right, Bron, give it to me straight. What are we talking about today? I think we kind of already covered that, but we did, but we'll <laughs> we like, can recover it. We're recapping the recap. Uh, with all the precautionary measures in place to help prevent the spread of uh, the COVID 19 virus, aka Corona. Sorry, that's like a 
accidental brand shout out, uh, <laughs> but the coronavirus. Mm-hmm. I'm still curious. I'm curious where the name come from came from. So coronavirus is like the larger umbrella virus of all the viruses that fit under it. So actually SARS was a form of coronavirus. So coronavirus is like the larger picture. And that's why they're pushing COVID-19, because that's the specific strain (gasps) of coronavirus that we are experiencing worldwide right now. You just like served me the sauce. The more you know. The more you know. (laughs) So as a result of specifically strain COVID-19, we're all locked in our homes for a while. Uh, Very likely at this point, uh, because we're recording a week in advance of this, the release of this episode, we're all strong, hardcore self-quarantine mode. Yeah. Um, At this point, there are still businesses open and serving takeout, but there's a strong chance that everything will be shut down other than non-essential or every non-essential business will be shut down. So one of the things that's come as a result of that to help prevent the spread of the disease, or I'm so sorry, spread of the virus. Um, Many companies are instituting work from home policies. And obviously that requires a lot of people who either have no experience working remotely or uh, are, you know, in a, a different environment, also probably with their kids. We want to talk through some of our work remote tips, some best practices, things to consider just like maintain sanity during a time that is a little in flux. Yep, absolutely. So uh, let's get into it. What do we have as far as best practices and anything that we can do to like create a safe place around us in this time of mass uncertainty? Yeah, I feel like the for some people, they the remote work experience or being able to work from home was like a nice to have where it wasn't like a hundred percent of their time was work remote. Um, and so to think about like how your routine can stay the same is really important in this situation. I think first and foremost, creating a morning routine for mm-hmm. me, um, I worked just as like background context. I know we've shared this in past episodes, but for any new listeners, um, the career that I had or the job that I had right before this, I worked remotely for six years. So this was like such regular. a long time. Isn't that crazy? Like that it's is weird. crazy. <laughs> It's been exactly one year since I've not been 100% work from home, but it's like I'm re-emerging into that mental state. And so I'm like going back to like, what were the things that I needed to do that it actually took me like a really long time to get accustomed to? Because you're when you're in this work from home mode, it's so easy to fall into like, I'm working from my PJs. I'm actually wearing my robe while we're recording right now. So I'm breaking <laughs> some of my rules, but I was cold. Um, so whatever your process is and getting up for the, for your normal morning routine, maintain that same routine as if you're going to work in the office. I think, uh, if you've had a process for getting settled into the workday, it's really important to like maintain that mode as you shift into work from home setting. So how can you mimic that if it's something like doing a morning workout, showering, having your coffee at home before shifting to work mode? Those are things that you want to consistently maintain and keep up with. Um, I think one thing that's a benefit is that your routine may actually shift for the for the better or for 
the worst, but like, what are the things that you want to do knowing that you have more flexibility? Is it like adding a, a midday walk just to like, especially in the case that we're in right now, is there a way for you to like, just get some fresh air and like get your body moving? Um, I think that's really, really helpful. Yeah. And I think, you know, what's so interesting is right at this time, we've learned that gyms have been mandated to close. So Mm -hmm. if like a morning workout was part of your routine. And so I live in a building that I thought was not part of that sweep of of closing gyms. And uh, surprise to me, it is. So morning routine, part of that for me was like going to the gym and getting a workout in and just like feeling like I'm starting my day on the right foot. Your face looks terrified right now. And let me tell you that when (laughs) I saw the notice on the door, I was like, oh my God. Like, well, I didn't even think from your perspective, like that's a thing. Like I could do a walk at the park, but like you had your, I just assumed that your gym would just still be like doing its thing. But I totally thought the same. It's It's a a gym. gym. It's a gym and it's a an attraction for germs. It is. So thinking about like how that needs to shift, shift, what I've been seeing so many people do, which I'm very thankful for, is take time to like do your workouts that you might do at a gym at home and like show the rest of us who haven't done that in a very long time how you do that and how you adjust like what you used to do maybe with weights like sub wine bottles like I've seen um, Hannah who does like Pilates at home she and we'll do a little shout out to her too she has been using wine bottles as like her weights and she's been like trying all of these new things and then Nina has been doing like um what are those things called like floor lunges but with a towel so you're doing like crunches on the floor and you're pulling in mm. and it's just been like oh okay so like I'm it's not like all hope is lost here like I still can do that stuff so even thinking about the way that you'd like to recreate your morning routine for a work from home situation like so much of that is changing so rapidly so still like look for resources on how to do that it just might look different than it used to Um, Mm -hmm. but I do totally agree that the morning routine and like if it I think for me because this is such a new experience for me working from home it was very rare that I did it in the past and it really I like it's such a new experience that I think I just kind of blindly followed my routine before because once I got to my office was when my routine like kind of really kicked in, Mm -hmm. like setting up my desk and like turning things on and having my coffee. Like now I'm thinking about, okay, like what did I actually do that made me feel ready to start my day? So I had to be a lot more intentional about like what that looks like and what like processes kind of come into play there that do make me feel somewhat mentally ready to like dive into stuff and so it's been really helpful to like know that creating a morning routine is really helpful but also thinking through like going way back and saying okay what did I actually do and what parts did I like and what parts can I like sub out or do something different given my now work from home situation so for sure I enjoy I enjoy the routine mentality Yeah. And I think the other thing is that it also can be really easy because you're home to just like roll into work really early. So on certain days that will be advantageous of like, I'm up at seven, I'm working at seven. Right. Um, But I do think having that hour of time or however you want to shake it out to be like making that still a thing where you're not working like you get up you don't just get up and go right to your computer and start working i think maintaining some kind of distance between like 
bed and work mode is important too. I agree. I feel like when it's homework, I can do homework from bed all day. But (laughs) for actual work, doing work from bed doesn't feel Mm -hmm. as good. And it doesn't feel as like I'm actually in the right headspace to get stuff done. I'm all for like changing up my sitting situation. But that like is something that I have already said, like, this doesn't happen. I need to be like up and at a table set up with everything that I need. For sure. Yeah. So next, maintain your hygiene. This probably goes without saying, but it's shocking how easily you can forget to shower when you work from home. Do it for your partner. Do it for your roommate. (laughs) Do it for yourself. (laughs) Do it for yourself, most Especially if you're fitting in that morning workout. (laughs) Still. Definitely still want to shower if you're doing the morning workout. Um, but yeah, this is, this is something that's like the weirdest, but easiest thing to be like, oh, we're fine. Uh, Mm -hmm. I can just, I don't need to worry about this. Um, I'll just like roll out of bed and, and hop on my computer and and get, get going. But it's, if you showered in the morning before you went into the office, keep doing that because it'll make you feel like a human. And the longer, like you'll, it'll probably, probably be fun for the first like week or two. And then like, you're especially if we can't go get our hair cut out in the world we're all gonna start looking like friggin uh robin williams and jumanji after he's like re-emerged from the board <laughs> all very good visuals to have on what might be coming for us <laughs> so i think uh if anything putting on pants in the morning is important do your hair do your makeup, wash your face, brush your teeth. It will help you shift into work mode. And also like it fits really closely into the morning routine. I think um, having that that mode of like getting up and doing some things for your own personal self-worth is really important because uh, you need to feel like, like after eight hours of working and you're like, oh my God, I forgot to brush my teeth today. You start to like feel gross and you don't want that to be a consistent thing because it's going to affect your mental health and we need everything that we got seriously these next few months. <laughs> I think it's just like, what would you do if you actually were going into the office and like try your darndest to maintain that level of like I don't know. I don't know if it's like professionalism with yourself, but like care for yourself and yes. like care for how you're presenting yourself to your coworkers is just as important. Even if you like have no need for video calls and nobody's ever going to see you, it just does something different to your mindset when you take some time, even just to like splash water on your face and like brush your teeth, even if it's not like the full shebang that you'd usually be doing, depending on what the rest of your day looks like, just something to like wake you up. I used to um, play basketball with a girl who we had 7 a.m. workouts and she showered before a 7 a.m. workout where we were just going to like get re-sweaty and disgusting. She's like, it's the only thing that makes me feel ready to leave my house. And I was like, yeah, that's weird. But now I get it. <laughs> now I'm yeah, totally also, on your team. Also, I've heard that people that same thing, like it's sometimes it's just like you need that that one thing that like gets you going. And for uh I've seen a couple people posting updates of like, I work from home all the time. Here's the first thing I do. I make my bed. And mm-hmm. like, those are like, what is what are the things that you can do to make you like you are in productive mode? You're in work mode. 
for sure. I um, love making my bed. So great. Everything so great. feels like crisp and clean. Um, my thing is doing my morning routine. I The dishes need to be clean. And it's ah. so funny. Like when I didn't work from home, I was like, there's dishes in the sink. I'm going to the office. Don't have to think about it. Not my problem. And the second that we started work from home mode, I was like, there's dishes in the sink. I need them clean or else I, I can't work. I totally agree with you. And I didn't see that coming. Like even just this morning was my first work from home day for the not foreseeable future, but definitely more often than not. And I have like mail stuff that like is in the throwaway pile, need to save pile, something else pile. And those piles need to be needed to be like put in a place where something like actively would happen with them or else it would just like clutter on my island and I was like I know that I've looked through this and I know I have a plan for this stuff but it needs to just not be in front of my face right now and it did Mm -hmm. it helped me feel like I could sit down and look at my kitchen and be like ah there you are you look good over there and not like feel like I wanted to clean all day (laughs) oh yeah we'll get to that section we will so next on the list is take video calls more often than you normally would um chat with your teammates. As Sid mentioned, there are scenarios where you may not be having meetings with people as often as you had, which is, you know, like really finding out that this meeting should have been an email. It's a real Those moment. have been the best memes, honestly. It's my favorite meme. There's like so much happening right now, but that has been like the one that really did the full 360 <laughs> of memes. Like, could this have been an email? And now people are like, now we know it could have. <laughs> For sure. So funny. Uh, we're actually having more meetings than we've ever had before because everybody's like, I need to see your face. Right. I miss right. you. Which is so nice. But I think, especially in the situation that we're in, it really is important for you to feel connected to uh, other people, to your teammates, to each other. All of these things uh, help us feel like connected and getting maintaining our social contact. Um it's really important during those work from home modes and people will always need people. And I think as Sid was mentioning earlier, the like FaceTimes and the video check check-ins and all of those things, like there's so many things that we can be using. There's so many cool technologies that are available for us to stay connected as a team. So hopefully you're all like rocking that cloud-based technology. That's what honestly, like I'm a little nervous about because I am such a pop-in person Mm-hmm. And I would much rather ask someone 50 questions by walking over to their office and just saying like, hey, sorry, me again, instead of like IMing them or emailing them a thousand times or being like, hey, can do you have time for like a quick call? Um, all of those things are like welcomed, but it's my own, I don't want to say like insecurity, but it's my own like... Um, I don't know what the word is. Like, I'm reflecting on what I need. I'm like, do I actually need this? Do I do do I not? Mm-hmm. Like, you're going back and forth with yourself 16 times instead of just asking the question like you would have if you were, like, physically in person. And 100%. so I'm trying to, like, break down that barrier that's just, like, mine alone mentally. And it's been helpful that other people, like, are reaching out and we still have meetings on the calendar and we're still doing those through, like, call stuff. Um, But this is the one that I'm like, am I bothering anybody? Like, is everybody Mm -hmm. cool? Um, But people have been really great about it. So if you're worried about it, it's probably something that, like, is yours and yours alone. It's not, like, a feeling amongst the team that's like, oof, I hope nobody reaches out today. Like, people 
want you to ask questions. People want every like wants everybody to be on the same page and know what they're doing. So especially if this isn't your normal, that they feel really secure and have everything they need to get their work done throughout the day. Yeah, it's one of those things that I think the I've been having more phone conversations and more video conversations because it's like, hey, I we're like doing all the like messaging on the internet. Let's hop on a phone just to like connect and talk live because normally this would be a conversation. I think there's been so many instances where it's like just setting the context of like, hey, I know we've been going back and forth via like text or messenger. Can we hop on the phone? Because I just want to, I feel like it would be helpful for us to talk through this live. Like hear some voices or something. Yeah. Totally agree. In that same vein, I think keeping in mind that it's also important just to have video calls, just to connect, especially from like a coworker standpoint, like that considering water cooler time as like a time for you to set up on your calendar for with for you and your coworkers because connection is so important. And so one thing that's been really nice is that some of my coworkers have been like, "Hey, we're just, I'm just setting like 15 minutes for us to like do a fun j- video chat." Um we've had a couple people's like first day and birthdays and just setting like 15-20 minutes for all of us just to be on the phone together. It's actually like making us more connected as a team, which is really awesome. Right, because nobody can kind of just like idle there. You almost are forced to participate when even in person, you can physically be there and not really be participating. And so when it's like Mm -hmm. an all team call or something like that, um, you do have a really good opportunity to like have everybody give an update or chime in or say what's going on with them. And I think you're right that that really encourages everybody to be like, we do care about you in addition to like the work that you produce. Like we do care about you as a person, as a reminder, and we want to make sure you're doing okay. So that's a good reminder. Mm -hmm. The other thing that is important during this work from home time and the shift for everyone, obviously uh, work from home mode is not made for everybody's living situation so creating a workspace depending on what type of environment you're in sid mentioned her kitchen (laughs) Uh, i'm currently sitting in my dining room (laughs) um it's obviously very unique where uh there are scenarios where uh people and like your husband or your your boyfriend or your roommate is also going to be working home working from home with you your children are going to be there like understanding that there's going to be flexibility with the working situation that you're in is important to recognize but it is still important to create your own workspace so that you can feel focused and in the zone um in the in the current situation that i'm in we have one office which was great when like dan or i would have a work from home moment spontaneously or someone was like working while feeling a little under the weather uh now there's two of us and one office and we're like how are we gonna how are we gonna make this work (laughs) and so defining what that work zone is for me i've kind of shifted and claimed the dining room as my space um especially because both of us are on video calls often him having his like work set up in the back with his monitor and all of those things. And I have a little bit more of a flexible space. Um, it works for me. So like I've moved my office chair though out into the dining room because sitting in the kitchen chair, the dining room chairs while comfortable for a dinner, not comfortable for all day settings. For a long day. Yeah, seriously. 
So setting up that space, having it cleared, understanding like what are the things that help you be productive. Obviously, I mentioned in my case that like having the dishes clean and having my workspace clear helps me stay productive because there are so many things when you're working from home, you're like, I can see you laundry. I know you're staring at me. I'm not going to do you, but you, uh, you get distracted by it. And it's stuff that like definitely takes a dip on your productivity. So if you can use that morning routine time to do a couple things just to feel settled into your space, um, those are things that really, really help you get into work mode. And I think also just in general, steer clear of the couch and the TV. Yeah. These are danger zones. These are productivity sucks. The second that you sit on the couch, you're like, oh, I'm all of a sudden in nap mode. <laughs> or if you're trying to work while you're watching TV, if you never did that at work in the first place, don't start now. Yeah, this is not the time to like try and see if your study skills have like either stuck or changed. Because I know people like in college that could study with like whatever show on or music blasting. Mm-hmm. And it's like, ooh, maybe the same will work for... Uh, working from home and like being a full-time employee i'm like i don't know if like now's the time to try that as there's like a lot of other new stuff happening and like you said especially if that wasn't something like a lot of people don't have necessarily an opportunity to do that at the office but there's also a Mm -hmm. reason for that (laughs) so keeping all of that in mind and just going back to like what would you do if you were actually in your office right now and like if you were in your work environment like what was what flew there the same is going to fly at home and the same stuff is not going to fly if it didn't fly at work yeah i think um being flexible with the situation that you're in i think also communicating that flexibility of like hey everyone this is the only place that i can get settled and get focused i'm in my closet right now it's totally fine don't judge me for it or Hey, as everyone can see, the bar is behind me. Uh, <laughs> we're not alcoholics, but this is the situation and the setting that we're in. And this is the best frame- framing that I could find. So <laughs> being smart about the setting. And sometimes it's also about mixing it up and finding different zones too, depending on the day, like the space and the day that you're in. Right. And this is where thinking about your work zone and like relating where what you did throughout the day and trying to mimic that in your work from home mode is really important absolutely and that's like something i'm navigating for the first time too is like if i was ever working from home it was like like incredibly sporadic almost never and if it was it was not for very long because it was a half day or something like that it wasn't um, anything I needed a dedicated space for so I don't have a dedicated space so now it's trying to figure out okay how do I keep so my boyfriend his he is full-time work from home always has been and I want to make sure I'm not throwing off his flow because Mm -hmm. of my change of pace and what I now need and so we've had to have some like fun conversations of like what like what does your day actually look like and what do you need to stay the same and what can shift for the time being while I need things to maybe shift a little bit and so it's been a fun conversation to try and like figure out what that looks like and he's been like very giving of the like whatever you need just take it or do what you need to do um Mm -hmm. but that's been probably one of the more challenging things is I'm used to being able to stand for like more than half my day and I don't have a standing desk at, at home so now it's like okay how do I still 
either get steps in or figure out how to like stretch every so often or like stack books up so I can put my laptop on a a stack of books and -hmm. just creating a space that at least to some degree mimics it. Um, So because that's a huge I think we did a whole episode on it. Like that's a huge part of my productivity is being able to like stand and like focus in on what I'm working on. So being able to tweak kind of what used to work when it was short term and like by short term I mean like maybe a couple hours to now like full working days Mm -hmm. um, has been an interesting challenge but one that has been really nice to be able to have that open kind of conversation about too especially because like you we're sharing you know our space super super full time now (laughs) yeah which I just think about I think about all the people in like New York City who have tiny apartments and they're like trying to manage having their kid in that environment while also their husband or roommate is like like they're i think just being flexible with the fact that like a kid's gonna like shout in the background of a uh, of a phone call or a client call or a work meeting or an important session where you're presenting oh yeah let's all just be flexible and understanding during this time Well, and I think it's worth it to have the conversation with your manager to see if maybe you can shift your work hours, too. Mm -hmm. So, like, if you do have kids at home and so your whole life has been, like, it's not just that you're both home working. Like, like you said, you now need to, like, cover childcare and also, like, be a teacher and do all of these things that are, like, rocking people's worlds, rightfully so, having that open conversation with your manager to say, like, do you mind if I work from, like six to nine and then like maybe lunch hour and then end of day like does that work for you because this is like what my family needs right now and from what I've heard people have been really flexible to that so hopefully people can have those open conversations with the people that they work with Um, just to say like creating a workspace is not just the physical but it is the like shifting around of times and like appointments might come up unexpectedly and things like really need to change very quickly so being able to say like I'm gonna work like seven to ten instead of like that three hour chunk during the day because I need to cover while my my spouse works on their stuff and I need to cover childcare. so it's just being a little bit more vulnerable than maybe we're used to being and being mm-hmm. kind of ready to have those conversations and if it means having like a conversation with a coworker you trust first to kind of like bounce those ideas around or maybe they're in the same boat and seeing if you can kind of come together in that moment and say like hey we were kind of talking and seeing if maybe this might work for us for the time being and and just kind of like having not to like ambush someone but like kind of having numbers on your side like this isn't an isolated incident there's probably a lot of people that need to shift around right now so I think that's totally worth having that conversation when it pertains to like the way that you're going to have to work for the foreseeable future. A hundred percent. And I feel like that feeds into the next section of things because there's so much that aligns with like this new version of productivity for the way that we're all going to be working and working together and working with and in consideration of the circumstances that we're in. And so one of the things that's been, uh, that's always been really helpful for me in like a work working remotely perspective is being diligent about what's my work time and what's my what's my like not work time right and communicating more than you normally would about what that looks like um i don't think there's a situation where it's like 
Hi, I'm checking in. It's 9 a.m. I've started. Hi, it's 5 p.m. I'm checking out. I'm done for the day. Like, there's so much more fluidity with the way that we're working. And so, like, one of the things that I think is really helpful is, like, we've talked about this from a time management perspective, blocking time on your calendar for the tasks that you have to do, making lists of, like, these are the top three priorities. If I get these things done today, I've done a great job. Um, We've talked about the Pomodoro method or just, like, our own version of, like, what time blocks make sense for us of, like, 30 minutes on, take a 10-minute break to, like, refocus and get work done. Um, These are important things. I, I need it for my own sanity and have been doing it for like so long that it's now just like an unconscious habit that it's very i like uh, everything that i did in my working remotely a hundred percent of the time work mode uh has shifted into my office mode and i'm now shifting back into that mode so it's been very seamless of like my time has always been blocked i'm still blocking my calendar the same way but i think a lot of people don't have that like there's more distractions that are popping in on a day-to-day basis so if you're like these are the things that i need to get done i'm blocking my calendar so i don't get distracted and then additionally like you were saying sid where there are people that are going to be coming in at the end of the day and being like i had to spend like three to six with my kid had to do it and so i'm gonna hop back online after she's in bed or he's in bed or they're in bed uh from like eight to 11 because that's just like the nature of the work experience now and being able to communicate that and be flexible about it like make it work yeah but I think what you said about kind of understanding what your priorities are is really Mm -hmm. helpful I think the 30 minutes on 10 minutes off is is absolutely helpful but I think even more important than that because we can all get kind of lost in like the easy stuff for 30 minutes or an entire day so especially if we're not meeting with people people as regularly as we were when we were in the office or if we're like well some of the stuff needs to get done and I'm like let me just take care of this like that can become a whole day of stuff that like wasn't super pertinent um so I really agree with that like what is your top three priority list either either making it like the day before So you walk in to the next room (laughs) with what you need to get done. Or if you, if it helps your part of your morning routine, sit down and say like, okay, what are my priorities for the day? What do I absolutely need to get done? Who do I need to bounce this off of? So I know I'm on the right track. Um, Because again, as much as you might be struggling, or maybe you are the boss, but like your boss is probably sitting there being like, how do I check in with them to see if they need me at all? What if they don't know that they can reach out to me anytime? So it's like Mm -hmm. having that priority list allows you to either shoot that over to your boss and say like this is what I'll be working on today like and also I won't be working from three to six but I'll be back on yada yada so it's just Mm -hmm. like it also gives you something to check in about if you are of the mindset of being someone who would like to check in having that priority list really allows you to have something to talk about when before you might have been like I'm just kind of like getting stuff done as it needs to get done and not being like very clear about what that actually means Um, So I love that idea, and I will certainly be doing that. And I think I've been saying probably for the last two years that we've been doing this, that, like, I'm going to start a priority list. And, like, some weeks I do, some weeks I don't. Some weeks the priorities are, like, actual priorities, and some weeks they're, like, 
these aren't like the the highest, but they need to get done. Um, but I think that having that in place will be really helpful for me as I have never really worked from home before. So this will be good. It's a new experience. For sure. Uh, uh, alternatively, also set boundaries on your own time uh, and your work time. It's so easy to fall into the trap that like, oh, I could just work all day and all night. <laughs> And especially if you don't have someone like wanting your attention, like a child or a partner or a roommate and being like, it's TV time or it's dinner time or whatever. Um, it's so easy just to go like all day long and you're like, oh my gosh, I've been working from 7 a.m. until 11 p.m. I'm dying. It's <laughs> a very long day. <laughs> um, so don't do that because uh, no one's expecting that of you. And if you didn't do it before, don't start doing it now. But because you're on call or, or like essentially available because everybody's like in this like mobile space now or this like digital world where it's like the only way of communicating is through text or through messaging or through email, um, it could be there is a lot of pressure. So like put your phone, put Slack, put your messages, put Gmail, whatever you need on Do Not Disturb during your off times, communicate that with your manager um don't feel pressured to respond to certain things like if you know that your manager is in a setting where she has like or she or he has time set aside to in their way like you don't have to follow through and like adhere to their work schedule they're doing what they need to do to be productive so you need to do what you need to be productive and this is a really great time to practice some of the stuff that we've talked about of like in past episodes, which we'll link to, um, of communicating your needs and what you need to be uh, most productive during this time frame, and like fully locking down and just being like, I'm not available at the end of the day, like setting time on your calendar and, and blocking it as like out of the office or busy. Um, because that time for you to recoup, especially as you're working from home is like extra important. Absolutely. Totally agree. Um, additionally, I think if you're not sick or quarantined or on lockdown, uh, taking regular breaks. And if you can get a walk outside, fresh air will invigorate you. Leave your phone behind, soak in nature, maintain six feet distant from distance from any person that you run into. It will all be good for your mental health. Soak it in, breathe the fresh air. It's going to be great. Absolutely. I've been trying to do a little bit more of that, and now I'm going to do even more <laughs> than I used to do, just especially even if it's like chilly. I'm just like, I'm bundling up. I'm getting outside. I'm just like stretching, stretching my legs, breathing fresh air. It's all good stuff. All yeah, good I think stuff. we're lucky in, in, in a situation where uh, we fully have uh, – like springtime coming our way so like the weather's a little bit nicer and it's sunnier and i think that that's like a reprieve from this winter mode so it's like taking your winter routine and extending it a little bit but also like sitting on your porch sitting on your balcony soaking in the sun when you can doing a walk around the block it will help you creatively it will help you productively it will help you your just like mental state overall take walks do it absolutely Absolutely. We also wanted to share some um, additional places to get more work from home resources from that I found really helpful over the last few days and are kind of our tried and true go to places, but they've been like kind of pumping out even more um, 
content right now just be given like the current environment and that this is what Mm -hmm. people need so we'll link to those in show notes but they're from Kura Contessa The Skim and Girls Night In Um, and just really good things to keep in mind some of them kind of reiterate what we have shared in this episode but it's always nice to hear kind of things that you're either on the fence about or you're like will that really help me Um, and see them kind of restated there but also with some new ideas that they have um, Mm -hmm. that they've seen help either themselves or their audience. Um, So we're going to share those. And also just for the people that don't have an opportunity to work from home, this is a really scary time for a lot of different people in a number of different industries, whether it's hospitality and things are shutting down or you're in healthcare and things are like fully ramping up. Um, We see you and we are here to share what you need and just kind of I, you know, it's one of those moments where it's like, you don't know what you don't know. Um, but we are certainly there for people who don't have this work from home option or like just have no other option, period. Um, and we just want to keep all of those people in mind. And we are on your team and we are fighting for you and trying to figure out what we can do from um, kind of where we are to help with what you've got going on. So just wanted to make that clear as well. A thousand percent. And I think um obviously like support and organizations that help like we'll definitely be sharing those things on our social media and uh resources that we find helpful so like keep keep tabs especially as we're like more connected to the digital world right now keep tabs on our instagram at queen underscore speaking and we'll keep sharing all the things that uh we're finding to be helpful and useful and comforting during this uh questionable uncertain time absolutely we're, we're here for each other now more than ever for sure shall we break let's break 